Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to day three of our points change extravaganza. I am your host, Colin Brown, and I am joined by Adam Tudor. Hello there. And I'm joined by Adam for the first half of the podcast, and then for the second half, we'll be handing over to Bob and Will, who are going to talk about uh, the Separatists and Scum. But myself and Adam are going to talk about FO and Empire in the first half. Adam, you've flown quite a bit of First Order, probably more than any of the other Sith takers. What do you think of the points changes? I'm a little bit uninspired, to be honest. They kind of all got quite a blanket decrease. I think there's a bit of a recognition that they're they're not performing nearly as well as most of the other factions, maybe outside of Scum. But it's it's all just a bit kind of, yeah, okay. Like, all of the TIFOs came down except for Null, which is, which is good. But the problem is that that just makes them good filler ships in a faction that doesn't really have any lists. If you want to fly all ties, you know, the Inferno Squadron really made Imperial TIE Fighters tick. And there's mm. just nothing like that in First Order. They just have, they don't have a Hellrunner equivalent, really. Like, you have to... I think no, you're meant yeah. to be using things like hooks and stuff, but it's so much harder to set up than Howl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you when fighters have to fo- follow a shuttle around, they start to get very disjointed. But they have loads of abilities that give them more red dice, which I really like, because I, I place a lot of personal importance on rolling red dice, but the, the, they don't really do anything with them, is the problem. Um, yeah, like Scorch is okay, Longshot is okay, you know, the ones that get the extra red situationally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, they're still, like, dropping them a point is like, they're, I suppose they're just hoping, like, maybe this is enough. They're too nervous to drop them more, but they do yeah. feel a bit uninspired, I agree. Yeah. Um, I think especially the thing, because in my mind, when I look at First Order and I think what makes these guys different, it's the Upsilon Shuttle. You yeah. know, it's it's kind of like, it's like the Lambda in a way, but it's got you know, four dice out the front. You've got the great abilities on Tabson. It can turn. It can turn around. You can do funky things with stops and baffle because it has so much health. Like, to me, that's definitely the most interesting ship in the faction. Mm-hmm. And they've put that up in price. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, that one except for Thanison, who got emergency nerfed. Uh, Dormitz was the, the one who got emergency nerfed. Dormitz, he was the one who let you deploy on at range two. Um, but yeah, if, if that's really disappointing to me because you're going to, like, at least to me, you want to put the, f- the shuttle in any list you're building. So all the other reductions are completely offset by these increases. So, to, like, to kind of just, they've stayed, like, you know, paddling frantically, but in the same spot. Like, Hooks went down four points, but the only place you can put them went up in points. So he only actually came down two. Yeah, it just doesn't feel great. Yeah, that, it's definitely an issue um, with the faction. Is just they just don't have any any big things that you look at and go, "Oh, that's really nice." Um, the thing that really disappointed me was I really like the silencer as a ship. I, I really like that it's got all of the all of the checkpoints for me of an ace, you know, actual mm-hmm. body of ship. Um, chassis is the word I'm looking for, and but they all got a minus one decrease except for Kylo which is the one that I wanted to see come down just because he he's really good he is good but he just takes up so many points that he really blocks you from fitting anything else in you know I, I for a while was flying him quick draw and scorch but that's a three ship list in a in a meta that's getting a lot of four and five ship lists 
So it kind of gets a little bit sad. Yeah. And like blackout came down a point, but trick shot went up three. <laughs> so he's not he's not the happiest. We were talking a bit about the SFs and how you could maybe swarm them a little bit. So I know I was intrigued. You can get five Omega Squadron experts with advanced optics and fanatical. So they're like very similar to the five A wing list, and that's like two red dice, quite accurate with the optics. Once Fanatical's active, the only way they're not getting two hits is if they roll double blank, if they've got a focus. So, like, I think they're probably, they're not as good as the five owns, I think, just because they can't boost around the place and stuff like, like that. But I think that's, it's worth a go, right? Yeah, it definitely looks interesting in terms of actually doing something on the table. You're still taking up quite a sizable amount of room. You're getting a lot of shots off. Um, and because they aren't using the special forces gunner although the dials worse they are always shooting forwards and backwards you just have it pointing both ways yeah there's no um, reason to need to spin yeah yeah which makes it not just a worse 5a wind right like it is bringing something of its own to the table yeah you were looking at something that had made use of passive senses is that right uh yeah so uh, well i'm just kind of intrigued by passive sensors as a as an idea, I think a lot of people are at the minute, and they're just kind of they they do look good. It it amuses me that they went to such lengths to make the wording as roundabout as it is to basically say you're going to use the, these passive sensors, you're going to get a target lock on the target you want before you shoot, but you are going to have no other tokens. You can't <laughs> be coordinated while you're using it. This has to be your ship's action. You're just going to have this target lock, but it's going to be in the right place. Well, hey. If, if you want to invest a bit more in an SF and you're willing to just go down to, to four rather than trying to fit the fifth one in, you can then put the gunner on them all. And then getting that three dice forwards, having the target lock, and then maybe fanatical uh, or optics. But again, you're not going to have your focus probably. Uh, that looks quite interesting. Looks yeah. like a good use out of the ship. At least if you don't. If you use your action to passive senses and you're against something higher initiative, you will highly likely have lost your shields. <laughs> so you'll get fanatical and a lock. Okay, so that's enough first order. Let's move on to the grandfather of the faction uh, and talk about Empire. I think it's fair to say that pretty much every imperialist that was doing good, with one notable exception probably, has taken a hit. Yeah, think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's quite fair to say, but that's because a lot of them were based on phantoms or things uh, that got generally nerfed. Like there, there was a list that was doing quite well that involved uh, Major Vinder. Um, he, he Major Vinder went up a point, but Proton Torpedoes also went up a point, so that kind of hurt them a little bit. But I did notice there was no change to Punishers in this one. Uh, obviously, Punishers kind of went out of favour when, when Redline was correctly pointed at Christmas. But then Plasma Torps are coming soon, which we've talked about already. But in terms of bringing munitions back into the game, they look vi super viable. Yeah, so I was looking at Redline with Plasma Torps because she's I-5, so she shoots to strip the shields before whatever shoots after. She's going to get double mods because you really want those plasma torps to hit you're very sad if they don't yeah but it's still quite expensive 61 points you know i just i do wonder is it is it worth it 
But it's definitely like it is interesting to think about. I agree. Yeah, we'll need to see. Yeah, I think in terms of the nerfs they did, it's just that a lot of stuff that was popular went up one or two points. I don't think it really makes anything, at least in terms of aces. All right. Well, the quad phantom with Duke is like we know that's you can't yep. fit enough Dukes in probably to make that list good. But stuff like <laughs> Vinder, Vader, Soontir, I don't think it's really invalidated anything. It's just eaten into the bid. Yes. Yeah, they've really cut into the extreme bids. Um, and actually, you mentioned Duke. Um, although they have now obviously pointed it so that you can't take four phantoms with Duke, um, you can only in fact take one phantom with Duke if you want three other phantoms. So what I did was immediately say, well, I like defenders, so I'm going to put one of those in instead. And you, for 198 points, you can take uh, Rex Labrath with Duke and two Sigmas with Duke. So it's still there. It's still going to be around. Um, it's yeah. just it's as popular as it was before. That sounds all right, actually, doesn't it? I do, uh, like, do like Rexler. And then other stuff. They did, you know, make note in their stream about dropping the cost to some of the crew. But they've not dropped them that much, really. I mean, Sienna Ree has come down by four. But her ability is quite niche. So she was almost certainly overcosted to begin with. But stuff like the Grand Inquisitor crew hasn't changed. Yeah. No, Tarkin hasn't changed. Seeing a lot of the force be at the same price. Moff de Gerard's come down, but who who was really using him? Yeah, um, I mean, he is, he is kind of cool. And we have to take into effect as well that the Desi came down. So Patrol yes. Leader is now 68 points with three crew slots. So there are some nasty combos. I've seen it pointed out online that you can put Sloan and Death Troopers on a Desi now, which you know is probably mm-hmm. more tricksy than it is good. But like it's it is starting to open up options. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sloan is Sloan is a real pain if you can get your work out of them. Yeah, uh, Sloan dropping a point is a big deal, right? Because it's yeah. only one point, but she is very good. Yes, no absolutely. Denying that. Combined with the four dropped on all of the decimators. Um, yeah, it's, it's certainly good, um, and I'm intrigued to see what happens when the decimator comes into hyperspace, because it's going to add another large base to it back into the game. At the same time, I believe as the jump master comes in, um, uh, so- a bit earlier, in fact, the decimator is this wave releasing in about two weeks, and then the jump master is the next wave. Right. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's intriguing to for them to bring that back into the game after it's been uh, out for quite some time, really. Yeah. Um, Another so thing I noticed, sorry, was um, advanced prototype. Well, it's not called the advanced prototype anymore, but the inquisitors type of it. Yeah, yeah. That that came down, but supernatural reflexes didn't. So you know, everybody move along. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I look at the Grand Inquisitor, and he makes me bit sad like he's yeah. got he's just not got enough force to support his ability and staying alive he's just a two die ship now yeah really and that just doesn't cut it just really isn't good enough especially when he's not got his um target lock efficiency that he did before yeah i did fly just like as a joke around i'd flew the grand inquisitor with supernatural and three gunboats with ion cannons and advanced slam and like that, it was surprisingly good. <laughs> it was very fun. Like Supernatural Inquisitor is super, super fun. But it's just and like that has gotten better now that you can put auto blasters on the the gunboats. But it still just doesn't feel good enough, really. 
still isn't really cutting it, is it? No. And then the final thing we have to discuss in regards to Imperials is Ty Swarms. Ties have not changed, but lots yep. and lots of other things have gotten worse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. is that... Ty Swarms are just very good, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like I said before, with, in regards to the First Order, the Inferno Squadron has made Ties very, very relevant. It's brought a lot of abilities that you didn't realise they were missing until they got them. And then you think, oh, actually, you know, as long as they can put damage through, which here's a ship that puts damage under shields. This one gives them all re-rolls defensively. Uh, it, it really, really ticks nicely. And as you say, it hasn't come down in points. Uh, or up in points, sorry. So that isn't really uh, making any difference to those lists. True. I suppose Swarm Tactics has gone up very slightly so that affects some builds but i don't think it's that significant really where where all the other um veteran turret gunner ships have have kind of been priced out now um if you are still intrigued in that playstyle, you can fit five tie aggressors all with um veteran turret gunner and dorsal Um, so Mm. that, that that does still fit if you wanted to ever try out the the tie version uh, and the other one that struck me was um, the TIE Reaper was kind of around in hyperspace because um, it, it brings a nice bit of health and, and coordinate to Imperials. But I think you'll find that being hit quite hard by the TAC officer going up to six. Um, really adding some points where you didn't really want points added in your list. Yeah, I think really like. In terms of generic upgrades, attack officer going up is maybe one of the hardest hitting. It affects so many things, like the Reaper, like the little support coordinate shuttles. I mean, honestly, I didn't expect it, and I'm not the biggest fan of it. Uh, mm. The Reaper, though, this was Vizier is the one who can do a coordinate, like an advanced sensors coordinate. That is white by default. So I suppose he's still, he's gone relatively up in value. Yeah, so he's 45 base and a Reaper with uh, the base Reaper with Tac Officer would now be 47. So he's, he's two points under that, um, which definitely makes him more relevant because when you yeah. could just take the, the basic pilot with Tac Officer, you, you were kind of looking at this like, mm, I don't really know what he's here for. No, that's, that's a very good point. It really makes you wonder why, if you wanted it as a coordinate, but why would you ever take a Scarab base? Unless you're desperate for points and don't take, you don't want it to be wise. All right, we'll see. So I think that's all from myself and Adam. So now we're going to hand over to the old men of the Sith Takers, Will and Bob, to discuss Separatists and Scum. Bye. Goodbye. And thank you to Colm and to Adam for that. We're now going to have a a talk about the uh, Separatists and also the Scum. And to help me out on those duties, it's Will Pintar. Bonjour. Let's start then with looking at the points changes that have happened to Scum. Well, there's been quite a lot of points changes, <laughs> for the good or bad, I'm not too sure. One that instantly jumped out at me straight away, I was well, really excited for, was Assage. As we know, I love the Assage ship. However, it would have been good, and I was really excited. And then when they got to the generics and realised hate had gone up, it was like, Oh, you know, so you've just made a Sarge better, but then when, when with the, the, the interaction with hate, 
I don't think she's got that much better because I think you really need that hate. I don't know how you feel about that, Bob. You don't see much of anything in Scum other than the Skurgs, or at least you haven't to date. You're not going to see the Skurgs again. They're gone. And and the, the points changes. Sorry? Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, well, maybe. I enjoyed playing them. I'm, I'm not too upset that they've gone. I think they'd had their time, and I was getting a bit bored with running them. So I'm, I'm not complaining about that that change. But I think that the Scum faction may be in, in a bit of trouble. As you say, the Lancer has changed probably the most significantly of, of all the other ships. But it's still not playable because, first of all, the, the points drop. It's not huge. The title has been reduced by three points. Uh, so that is going down from is it six to three. Yeah, it's gone from six to three. It's halved, yeah. Which is it's a significant percentage difference, and it and it's a real boon you'd think for the shadowcasters, and also Asage and the other shadowcaster pilots have got cheaper. But as you say, Hate is a really nice uh, upgrade to pair with Asage. But what about the other pilots? Do you think that I, the the other the other three will see any play? I'm, I think I think the caster itself. Now we've we're, now we're seeing a lot of other stuff disappearing out in the meta. A lot of things that kept the shadow caster down. We may see more of it. To be fair, obviously, when we get to the Sith faction, uh, you can understand my my real dis- dislike of them putting hate up. But I, I think Asajj might see play. I think Ketsu is still really a good ship. Asajj with set Ketsu crew or Lats crew as well. You know, I was having a good conversation with Will Sheard online last night, and we were talking about bringing us like bringing Asajj back because we both love the shadow caster and the scum faction. So. I think we will see Sabine, maybe. She's gone down a bit, but I think Ketsu, now everything's gone out the meta, I think it may it may make a, a bit of a showing. I mean, it looked to me like there were there were loads of ships that you see very little of, such as the Kimajila and the YV-666 and the Kiraxes, and they've, they've reduced the points on those, but they haven't reduced them radically. The, looking at the, the Kiraxes, Talonbane Cobra, the, the high initiative ace, consistent with their thinking on the five, uh, initiative five and six pilots, stayed the same. Uh, the other Kiraxes have all come down by one point, except for the basic Kirax, which has come down by two. And instead of having a third modification slot that nobody uses, they've added a second illicit slot that nobody's going to use. I mean, it does open up options, but I still don't think they're going to see play. You mentioned the YV666 there. Still, even with that points drop, I don't. you may see it a little more, but I don't think you're going to see it in the top tables. The King Magila, though, I, I think the lowest generic, the Cartel Executioner, I think you'll see that. I think you'll see that, especially now. It's like, what, 43 points now? I think that's a good shift, yeah. 43 points. A lot of hold, beefy. I think we'll see more of them. Yeah, you've got three dice. You've got a, a huge load of chunk uh, on that medium base. And it's got some some interesting upgrade options. You know, you've got uh, an elite slot on the uh, elite pilot on the slot on the basic model. So there's there's things you can do with it. And Colin was was flying three or four of those with some support early in after the release of 2.0, with with some success actually, because there is so much chunk to chew through. But it hasn't proved popular at 44 points, and I don't really see one point making all the difference and it, and to me it feels a little bit as though some of these ships were were forgotten in the design process when they moved from 1.0 to 
when you consider how much work they did have to do converting everything, some stuff was going to slip through the net. And stuff like the Kimijilas and the uh, the Kiraxes, and also the M3As, the the Sikhs, you well, just seem to get a little bit left behind. They, they've seen no love whatsoever. I can't believe their price point didn't go down. For what reason, I don't know. Maybe there's some interaction that they're bringing out. Maybe something in a future wave. Maybe they're future-proofing. That's why they're not lowering them. But, um, yeah, I was quite surprised not to see them go down in points. Yeah, and there was a remark on one of the, the forums that this was the points change that, that nerfed scum. In, in fact, most ships got a points reduction, but the thing that people were playing with scum was the the skurgs, and and that actually got an increase. So scum aren't really a lot better off, despite all these tiny reductions. And the thing that was good has got a lot worse. So I'm I, I think it's probably right to say that this was a, a bad set of changes for the scum. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the Kimajilas. I reckon they'll see some play. I think Guri going up two points was a big deal. Uh, just the one, I think. She was 63, she's now 64. All right, okay. So, Gory going up, though, going up, that that's obviously starting to t- tick away at people putting big bids, you know, like Phil GC, Bob Gory list and things like that. So, you know. Yeah, it's eating into the bid. That's that's what that's doing. It's just saying that if you're going to take Gory, you're going to lose one point on the bid that you're also going to take with Gory. So, I think, in a sense, that's not even a full one-point upgrade because, of course... When you spend points on a bid, you don't use them in every game. Sometimes you spend the points on the bid and it's a waste of time because your opponent has, has bid even even lower than you. So in, in a sense, it's not a real one-point increase because no. that, that one point is not one of the most important points that you're, you're spending. You're only using it some of the time. Well, the biggest point for me in Scum is Dengar. Dengar is, is now eight points less than he was originally. So now you basically get the punishing one for free. So for 64 points, you get Dengar and Punishing One. You can put lots of toys on him and still make him cheaper than Bobber. And I think it's, I think we're going to start to see him. I think we're going to start to see Dengar. You get to shoot twice, you know, whack contraband cybernetics on there. You know, that's, it's a good, you know, you can, you can turn and still do your actions. You can do a red maneuver. I think Dengar's going to be one of the surprise ones. And I think we're going to start seeing him more within this faction i mean for me i think the jump masters need a lot of help to get out of the the difficult position they're in the the fact that the uh, turret move is red that the dial is so terrible now is is crippling those ships and yep. but but you've now got agile now you've got a gunner slot you've got agile gunner if you really want to put agile gunner on there and then you, you you're removing that that issue yeah but the dial still weak with so much red on it Dengar wants to be modding his attacks because when Dengar gets somebody in arc, it's really precious. And if he's had to do a red move in order to get that arc, then the attacks is, is neutered, really. The effectiveness goes down. But certainly, I think he stands more of a chance of getting on the table uh, than he did last week. Yeah, but that's what Contraband Cybernetics is for. Do you know what I mean? That's why it's there. So yeah. it's, it's worth thinking about. And then my final point on Scum, you can fit three IGs with entitled in the list now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that may have potential. It may have potential. It, fun, fun potential, definitely. Um, it'll be interesting to see if anyone puts it on there. Um, I think I'm going to challenge Jesper 
I'll challenge Jesper, get three IGs with title on the table. <laughs> Definitely. See how you go on. That, yeah, that's a, well, they're that's not. A job for Jesper Hills. <laughs> it, it, well, if anyone can do it, he can, I guess. Or maybe the world champion. And yeah. it, I don't know. I, I, I still feel that they're, um, as they were in 1.0, giant interceptors. And interceptors were scary in 1.0, and they're not now. And giant interceptors were scary in 1.0, and they're not now. And I think even with three of them, uh, they still are going to die just too easily. And they have real problems with uh, tripping over their own feet if you have three of them. You end up, uh, all three of them, pointing at the same target. And if you're not careful, they end up bumping into each other. And you don't end up getting all the guns onto the target you're, you're trying to uh, pin down. And I think that problem may even get worse with three of them. Well, that's enough of this confaction. Sis, what do we yeah. reckon? I love the sis changes. I mean, I know you're really cross about them. Initially, yeah. They nerfed the SIF infiltrators, and I was really unhappy about that with the hate. I didn't see the need for it in my eyes, but maybe because everything else is getting phased out, maybe they would. They saw a problem and that might rise to the top. A few people said, oh, there might be an interaction with the bombers that we didn't see. There is no interaction with the bombers. It's just... It's one of them things, I think, with everything going down in the meta and getting pulled out, that they thought that might become a problem and rise to the top. I didn't see a massive issue with it, but hey. Grievous going yeah. down, though. <laughs> yeah, we talked we talked about that with our, with our initial show, and I think that's almost the, the biggest news of the changes for me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Grievous I mean, goes down, the, the title goes down. He suddenly looks like a really, really tasty ship. I mean, I thought he was tasty for his points as it was. So now I'm even more happy, you know. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sat here writing lists with him as base uh, for quite a few of them. But even with that, I've also moved away from him as well with other things going down um, and other, other price points being really cheap. Like um, I call him Order 66 within the SIP mm. infiltrator. Um, I think he's really good at his price point. He's amazing. Well, they've taken three points off him. He wasn't getting a load of table time before, really because the other two infiltrators were so much better. But now, as they've both gone up uh, by two points, he, he looks a much better buy. Yeah. Even if you're just using him as a, a platform to put some tack relay on. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, I've used him for tap relay. I'm not going to give too many away too many things, but I've been speaking with the Jack Mooney today and we've been throwing backwards and forwards some lists. You know, him with some bombers and some uh, drones looks pretty scary, uh, to be fair. I, I reckon it might do pretty well, um, especially with things like plasma torps coming in as well, so you're stripping shields and stuff like that. I mean, I'm looking at... The bombers, uh, I, the I three bombers, along with Order sixty six, um, to well. Be, before we get to the before we get to the bombers, let's just have a quick look at the uh, the vultures, and then we'll turn and look at the the exciting new stuff. The vultures have all come down by at least a point. Yeah. As have yeah, grappling struts are now down at one point. So you're basically getting uh, free grappling struts on all of your drones. You are and you're not because they've put energy cells up, Bob. So with that, a lot of people are taking the, the drones with the energy cells. So, yeah, they've come down a point, but if you want grappling struts and energy cells, yeah, fair enough, you're getting free. I suppose you're getting free grappling struts from what you had before. Um, but with the energy cells going up, 
then that's taken it beyond the points that it was already, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But it, I think it, it makes them um, even more attractive as chaff. And it deals with the why don't you just take TIE Fighters point? You mm. know, at 19 points for the, the starter ship, that's super cheap. And, and it means you can you can fill the board with those and provide them with some decent support. And if you can play to the, the strengths of the swarm and manage to navigate the support so it's providing uh, the, the best advantage to them, actually even a basic set of ships can can look pretty tasty. Yeah. I, th- I think the grappling sorts will have had a, 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 I, th- I think it's going to be more of a fun mechanic rather than a competitive mechanic. But, yeah, I think definitely it's something to look at. It's something I've been looking at uh, within some of the lists I've written. Yeah, and I think it's quite decent. I think the i3 drone i think we'll see more play now the the vulture droid um, okay with that coming down uh in points the where is it wow. is that the precise hunter yeah the precise hunter yeah the precise hunter i think we'll definitely see more play now with it coming down in points at 23 points base even though it's i3 and you need the bullseye arc but i think it's still good for 23 points yeah and it opens up those missiles because it means you can take a target lock yeah against certainly. a lot more than you, you could before okay um well let's keep it snappy and move on to look at the hyenas and wrap up with those what are you making of the hyenas and the uh, the, the costings of them as i predicted all right a few shows ago they're in an awkward price point and they're in an awkward place i think initially they're lots of fun there's loads of different options with their loadout uh, ffg have done a really good job of in in the design space here on this ship they're giving all the different ones they've got loads of different options that you can play with and um yeah it, it's a fun mechanic but they're in an awkward price point and in an awkward place i think it's weird I'm, I'm playing around with them in lists but i just seem to be going with them too many points or they're too naked or something along that you know somewhere i'm not quite happy with where they're at they're not cheap enough to be a generic and then if you start putting toys on them to make them expensive, you come back to the, well, hang on, I started off here with, so let's say, a 32-point ship. And uh, now I've, I've kitted it out to 50 points, and it's still only a 32-point chassis with a lot of cards on it. Yeah, and, and with no shields as well, the, the torrents are so good because they're 25 points base, um, the, the lowest generic torrent, for instance. Well, the cheapest one, obviously, uh, with these is 26 which is, you know, it's still still a good price point, you know, and it is still good, but you're wanting something more from it, I think, you know. So, but I, I still think they're good. I still think they'll be very good. Uh, I mean, I've, I'm, 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 I'm struggling to which ones I prefer and which ones I want to play with. They give you so many design options with your list. So, well, yeah, let's just look at those a little bit. The the way that they've done it is by putting different slots on different models so for example you've got the dbs 32c who's the most expensive at 42 points but he's obviously the support ship because he can spend a calculate to coordinate another ship and he's coming with a sensor slot and he's the only one with the tactical relay slot so he's very obviously designed as the the support drone but then you've got stuff like the bombardment drone which is the only one to have a sensor slot and bombs so he's the one who's going to get a trajectory simulator so you can throw bombs out the front. That's obviously why you would take a bombardment drone. And it's it's interesting how they've released really three different ships with the, the hyena because you've got the standard sort of bombers stroke 
torpedo boats. You've got the bombardment drone, which has its special tragesim trick. And then you've got 32C, who's in there purely for support. And they've never done anything like that before with, with any of the ships, given the, given the different models such different roles. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's allowing me to play around with so many different, different archetypes almost within the faction that I can like, yes, I think that the general archetype is they are swarming at the moment. I, I think the bombers fit definitely better into a, a more swarmy five plus ship build. But, um, yeah, it's given me so many options. Uh, plasma t- with the new plasma torps coming out, you know, I can whack them on there. There's, you know, I, I'm, I'm having so much fun list building within the faction with the just with the bombers themselves. I think they're great. Uh, but like I say, it, it's it's hard to find what they. It's hard for me to see at this moment in time what are they comboing with. Well, if you know what I mean, because of the price point where it sits with with the different ones. Well, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing um, a bombardment drone uh, with some some fuses, chucking bombs out the front, maybe even the the new electro bomb with its massive range, and controlling a lot of the boards, whilst at the same time using the the two ships to to support either flank. So you, you know you can control the centre of the board and then then do each flank. So that's that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Anyway, I- there are a lot of options. Uh, we've got loads to explore, and this weekend we're going to be taking a trip over to IQ Games. So we'll be back on Monday chatting about that visit and uh, see what builds have come out of the weekend. So in the meantime, thank you very much indeed for listening, and it's going to be goodbye from me, Bob D, and goodbye from Will Pinter. Au revoir for now. Uh-huh.